episode of Discussing Documentaries. Today, myself and Rick Wharton are discussing The Minimalists, Less Is Now. It was released on the 1st of January, 2021. It's getting on that New Year resolution market, which is very, very smart. It was provided by Netflix, it was directed by Matt D'Avlia, and he returns to the helm. So this is effectively a second documentary on the same theme by the same team, and it's got the same director. No idea about the money, no accolades. It's only been out a couple of weeks. And here's the blurb. They've built a movement out of minimalism. Longtime friends Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus share on how our lives can be better with less. Now, we have already done an episode on minimalism. It's episode 10. It is hands down brilliant. We've had some great feedback. And that's... <laughs> no, it really is. I've... <laughs> I've listened to it. Oh, the deal like that one, did he? <laughs> Hi, Dale. Thanks for the coffee, money. And if you want to be like Dale... You could also give us coffee, buddy. What coffee, buddy? Why am I not getting any fucking <laughs> coffee over here? This is, this is bullshit in the pandemic. This is... um, so this is part two of a documentary, although it, it's not. It's basically, it's the same documentary in a shorter time frame with less people, but some annoying people. So I think all we should do here, Rick, press the stop button, re-release episode 10. It was a great episode. Let's well, Let's that's... go. That's what I was going to say. We could say the exact, and I mean word verbatim, what we said about the first one, because that's what they did. That's exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. It was disgraceful. It was absolutely disgraceful. Oh, and by the way, sorry, uh, this is Rick Wharton. I'm Matt Wills. There's your introductions. If, Let's if, go. Uh, listen, listen. If this episode, Minimalist 2, <laughs> is the one you're checking out first... I, I, because here's the thing. Since doing the first one, I got nerdy online and looked for where can we post little clips to. Now, by far, by far, the biggest winner was the minimalists. Oh my god, they have such. They have millions of people on Facebook and all their groups and everything like that. So I'm like, right, and I listened back to the episode. Like, well, we can't advertise because we called them Bellends from minute one. And I tried. I was just like, right, I need. We need a minute where we talk about how these guys might be onto something, and I just don't have that minute. I do not. Fuck them. Fuck them in the ass. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. These people are boring and dull, and they have just like it is the same story. Do you know what? Like the only thing they bring in from the last one is they said. We were overweight as children. That was it. That was the new info they had for us. That they yeah. were overweight as children, and they go through it. Now I had a little bit of a, a um, full excitement because, uh, in full disclosure, it's been a while since me and Matt have recorded one. We're talking about January eleventh today. Uh, we bulk recorded, and then I got a very severe addiction to FIFA, which I'm very much still in in, in the throes of. 
So when Matt says he wants to do this one, I felt like I couldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you wanted to. And then and then since then I've told other people that listen to it, and I've also said, Don't worry, I am revoking Matt's <laughs> picking privileges. <laughs> for documentaries and um so i hooked up the xbox which has netflix on it to check it out i went along to like watch new and it the one i i, I clicked on it and it must have slid to the right because i went oh directed by george clooney i was like no oh, it's not it's the one next to it <laughs> back to this electrocuted beavis and back to fucking nicodemus sat yeah. there with nothing skateboard jesus and I thought they may have something new. I honestly what? did. I thought what they... would they have new? And just so you know why why I've picked this one, it's because it's January, it's 2021, and in January we agreed we were going to do Cult Classic Month. So minimalism is now a cult. I'm part of that cult. So I'm a cult member of minimalism. I gave away over 85% of my stuff after watching this do- the first documentary. So this is this. Do you see this as a cult? Because I do. Now that I understand cults a little bit better, can you see why I've picked it for Cult Classic Month? Desperation, because unfortunately, I learned something very valuable about Matt as well. I went, "Why don't we do a bunch of cult ones and we'll call it Cult Classic Month?" Now, what I didn't realize is that then gets ironclad in his brain <laughs> as a rule that must be done that everyone will be super disappointed if we don't do. What could consider a cult? Now we have watched Jonestown, amazing documentary, documentary, powerful, really? moving, yeah. fucking brilliant act yeah. out. We then watched um, Scientology going clear. Scientology, they're like huge. Brilliant. The stuff they go into the backlog of that, it is like a Noah's Ark of a documentary. We then got the squeaky Johnny Wardlow in to listen to Life Two Point yeah. and then, and then we have this one. Now this is not a cult for me. This is a fad. <laughs> This is is fad month. This is fad February. Enjoy looking for three more fad documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) No, but hang on. Minimalism has more followers than Scientology. Yeah, it's cheaper to get into it. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) Minimalism's cost me a fortune. Because you're buying your shit back. (laughs) That's right. That's that's how it's cost you money. I I think I would be happier if I hadn't watched the first minimalism documentary a second time. Because when I first bought into it, I was like, oh, I'm in. And then when I watched it again, I had 2020 hindsight. And I was like, oh, no, this is bullshit, man. Hang on. But (laughs) again, watching this for the... So effectively, watching it for the third time by watching The Minimalist's Less Is Now... I'd still I'd stand by my first thing, which is I'm happier now that I've got less stuff. There is, I think, there is a mental health thing to decluttering. Yeah, I think people are happier when their houses are clean. There's like there's that lady who comes around and tells you to clean your house, then you're happier now. What's her um, name? Yeah, there was two ladies who did it, didn't they? There's Mrs. Hinch. Now Quan, Quan is a oh Marie Kondo, yeah. Marie Kondo, the little Japanese lady. Who, who, I, I've never watched oh, it. Right. I just never thought it was gripping TV. Cause, yeah, that's... Because this I'm not sure how we're friends sometimes. I know I've raised this before. Marie Kondo is... I think uh, we, we are friends due to a uh, 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 mirth control algorithm <laughs> putting us in the same car with, with two people that are difficult to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> we had 10 hours in a car. 
That's how we're bonded. Okay. Necessity is the mother of invention. Listen, I, when you go on holiday, right, you only take, basically, you take a few clothes and the bare essentials. How happy are you on most holidays? You're pretty damn happy. It's because you ain't got all your shit with you. This is the same thing, minimalism. This is this is going into a George Carlin bit. Everyone's got too much stuff, <laughs> and then you think, then you go, what, what stuff do I need for this? Yeah, a place for my stuff. See, as a sequel, if you've watched the first one, as a sequel, this is like if in Die Hard Two, Bruce Willis goes back to the Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza, where there are no terrorists. Brilliant. They're just they're just doing they're just doing their office work. <laughs> Fixing the shit where he like, fucked it up last time. And he's just like, did I need the shoes? I don't know. Maybe I would have been happier with <laughs> the shoes, but I ended up being okay. I watched that over Christmas, Die Hard. I watched yeah, the, I did the first two over Christmas. On, we do that every Christmas Eve. I've got a new favorite character in it. It's the um, it's the cokehead who's the marketeer who's like, listen, Hans, I do, I, I do billion dollar deals for breakfast every day. And there's a moment. Capiche? Like they've all got they, they've already shot his boss in the head. They've been held at gunpoint for three hours, and he goes in there's like Hans, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> he is the best. I fuck. I want to see. I want to see a prequel of how that guy just got up in the business. I fucking love that. He guy. thought he was God's gift. <laughs> so we watch that every Christmas Eve. Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's the perfect Christmas Eve movie. I know. I, that's. I think that's when we watched it. Um, Scrooged is, is my go-to. Scrooged and Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, Scrooged is good. Yeah, yeah. Scrooge is a good one. Anyway, right. Let's stay on track because we. You've nailed it. Effectively, all they've done. I think they've got the leftovers from the edit, of the first movie. They've basically swept them up off the floor and gone. What should we do with this? We're minimalists. It'll be wasteful to throw them away. Let's just make another movie out of the bits we didn't use in the first film. That's all they've done. I think that is I think that is far more of a romantic idea of what they've done. <laughs> okay, what's happened is they had an uptick because people watched that documentary and they've seen their social media following, which can pump a documentary. Netflix says, can you do another one? And they went, you know what? I would accept a lot of free money because <laughs> I quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> The only difference about this documentary was the fact that they had idiots like me on there who were like, yeah, I gave away all my stuff. I'm so much happier now. Do you know, I had four pairs of football boots. I don't even play football. What'd you fucking buy football boots for then, that, you prick? That was that was an interesting one because he said football cleats. Yeah, well, that's I, I, soccer, I turned it into soccer cleats. Yeah. Are they are they boots? Well, I, that's how I took it. I, you know, foot. Oh, is that shimpa? No, I took it to mean. Um, that's how crap this documentary is. We're going to talk about my favourite subject, footwear. I took it to be they were football boots with studs, moulded studs, so they get grips when they right. run. A, you know, when they run. Anyway, why did he buy four so, pairs? What, what's the what's the point? So it goes into, uh, so again, it's Nicodemus and it's uh, Josh Milburn. Skateboard Jesus, as you called him. Uh, longboard Jesus, longboard yeah, I've got. Jesus. Like, do you, ever, do, you, do you ever have a friend that does, or you meet someone who does a certain thing, so now you think anyone who does that thing, you fucking hate. Yes, guilty by association. Yeah, I am so I am trying to untrain that bigotry in my mind, and it's always daft things as well, like someone on a longboard. 
Or I tell you what triggers me, poi. There was I had a I had a girlfriend who did poi and that irritated the fuck out. What them Japanese dunking uh, sticks in chocolate? That's poi, isn't no, it? No, that's fondue. That's no, that's fondue. Swiss dunking. Poi Poi's um swinging bean bags around with like little tassels on them and music. Oh, I do that. Of course you do. Of course you do. <laughs> no, I don't. I taught myself to do that in um, Thailand. Yeah, she got she got addicted to doing that. Like I said, I mean, I, people who do it love it because I think it's it's whatever. I I do devil sticks. I don't, I know what poi is now. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Diablo okay. or something? Diablo sticks. Oh, Diablo means devil. So yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, basically, it's a it's a stick, and you get two sticks in your hand, and you just bounce it in between and spin it in the air. Uh, I spent hours doing that on the beach. You are so lucky. I fucking need your work ethic, man. It's unbelievable. Because <laughs> um, she got addicted to doing the poi. I mean, like, needed, like, just loved it. Like, her life was about yeah, that yeah. then. And then when she stopped getting enough attention, she set the fucking things on fire and started doing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it looked like... Complete. But the thing is, it's easy to start, but when it's on fire, it's difficult to stop. So she... <laughs> Anyway, why did you bring her up? Because we need to fill content during this episode, Matt. Oh, yeah, that okay. That is why. So uh, you triggered me on longboards. Yeah, there's a guy in uni who's fine now. I've got, I've got no problem with him now, which is very different people. Yeah, that's right. Association, guilty by association. Yeah. So we first see Nicodemus, and I, I'm trying. I, Because, I, again, there's, I, if we get a minute, we can advertise to these numpties, and then they might check it out and we'll have an uptick in numbers. That's, that's my nerdy corporate... We have looking at, but the first thing we see of Nicodemus no, I, in his house. I, I think if we, I think if we piss these people off, they're going to hit us harder than the Scientologists are hitting us. Yeah, but they give away all the laptops. So fuck them. <laughs> 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 what they're going to hit us with? Nothing. They've got nothing. Yeah. Did you see that woman who had empty shelves. <laughs> I got no problem with like I actually got our last to watch this one because like we're moving soon, and I'm happy for it to chuck some of her shit away. Like, oh, that's a great idea. Did, Get her on board. It did not work. Um, oh. But the first time you see Nicodemus, and he's the less in-your-face, like, I would say Josh Milburn is an evangelical minimalist. Yeah. Who constantly, like, he's like American psycho, fucking trimmed eyebrows, looking like he's constantly surprised, like an old... He's the groomer. Yeah. He's the guy they go out and get you. They recruit. He's he's the head recruiter. He'll get you on board. They show you little things, and because um, it's like any, well, this is where it becomes like a cult. It's are you not happy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there something? Did you feel like there was something missing? Did you not? Did, basically, did you not achieve your fucking dreams? Get rid of your old jumpers, like. <laughs> and I made this point in the first one. And since, like, we're going to cut repeat a lot, like, it's ambition that these guys was the killer. All right. It's the minute they had less stuff, they had less financial responsibility, fucking breaking their necks in middle management and cutthroat corporate business trying to earn 60, 70K a year. You take that away from your life. Yes, it's a hell of a lot less stressful. Yes. But, so the is. first time you see Nicodemus, he. Is in his house, and it's a clever little shot because they show he's got an Xbox now. Yeah, that's one thing. I thought that's that's showing him a bit. He's more. got a really nice flat. Mm. But did you also see that he's just not wearing socks or shoes, and you've got cameramen around your house? Like, 
Why is he not wearing? That's a, that's a choice. All right, that is not a mistake. That is like, oh no, two seconds. I'll, I'll whip me socks off for this shot. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? I yeah, I I started watching this at half twelve. It took me about four hours. I think I texted you six times saying how how difficult it was and you needed to start watching it soon because I knew how much you'd you'd be like a child going, Aah! I'm going to kill him. Oh, I'm going to kill him. It was just dreadful. Do you know the red bar on the nef- on, on the Netflix that denotes how much time yeah. passed? I kept that on just so something was happening. <laughs> I swear to God. because yeah, then pretty going, dreadful. Because then they go into the... Because uh, they have like three different shots. So this is like... They have a couple of... We're going to the first one, so they're in some like weird poetry slam venue where he's talking, and then he goes and oh, Josh... it's where he's doing his one man show. Yeah, yeah, and this is something that I was going to bring up. I was going to bring that up with you off the podcast because when you have a bit of material in mind, you go into a robot and ask rhetorical questions right. and don't give people a yeah, chance yeah. to think of an answer. And I'm like, see, Matt, not this. <laughs> um... That's not how you do it. <laughs> Yeah, of course your six friends on the office said they liked your poem. It's mean not to. Wait, <laughs> wait until you're a fucking gong show and you try that bullshit. See what you hear then. Um, Go and ask for 150 quid for doing that for an opening <laughs> 10 minutes. You ain't going to fucking get it. Yeah, see what pod bean cash you're going to get from these fucking cash trap idiots. <laughs> but, so Josh Milburn, he then goes into his backstory again, the same backstory as the last one. There is, there is yep. nothing different on it and again he mentions how his mother died and his marriage ended in the same month and this is when i whilst the document was playing tried to google what happened with his marriage that's that's what i wanted to find out like i wanted to well it ended yeah yeah but i want to know what happened and there is nothing online to show you why they ended so uh i think uh he killed her oh you think that's a future documentary that you're looking forward to watching that he'll be in yeah i think that's why we have to check out the third one i think he killed her i think he broke when his mom got ill and he killed the missus because there is nothing about her online that I can find. Okay. Well. I, I don't actually think that. I'm just trying to fucking... Because we're 18 minutes in now. <laughs> and we've, we've given you more new content than what these fucking two did in the whole thing. Well, I've, I calculated, right, that after I wrote this down, I worked it out that after my 50 years on the planet, I've earned around half a million quid after tax, right? Which is... That's, I'm amazed, I'll be honest with you, right? I'm a fucking working class kid from the east, of Lon- east end of London. I've got the following to show for all of this money. I've got a few bits of furniture, my car. I've got the laptop that we're talking on now. Um, I've got a very, very small share of the house I live in. And I spent the rest on traveling, commuting, rent, alcohol. Um, and I now wasted the rest of it on the stuff that I gave away. So... I found this documentary to be, like I did, I think, the first one, quite freeing, but, again, quite depressing. It was like, oh, I blew it. I had my chance. Whereas these guys seem like they've squirreled a few quid away. Yeah, I didn't squirrel a few. Although I've got a ton of great memories that are fading by the moment. (laughs) (laughs) If only I had some stuff to denote remembering them. Yeah. Because they're doing an act out of them going into his mum's house and clearing stuff out and... And all that. Um, but it is. It's what you said. It's him. He's restorming the Nakatomi Plaza. That's yeah. all he's doing. And it's all been done. Even the stats. The stats, you were like, yeah, we 
we've heard all this, haven't we? We've, yeah, because well, yeah. they they even take away the specialists and they just have regular people who've <laughs> done it. Because yes. in the first one, they had all that cut thing about consumerism and and the massive yeah. thing of that. And this is what because they they do do shots of like um, landfill sites. Now I've came up with a theory due to all the COVID stuff going on, which is like the landfill sites holding on to your stuff is probably a better idea. So like the NHS, we don't overwhelm the landfill sites. Good idea. So everyone then becoming minimalist and chucking out all the clutter that's just being held in the house will probably absolutely fuck up the earth quicker. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. I, I yeah, that crossed my mind. Um, there's a fella in it, Dave Ramsey, you know, one of the talking head fellas. Uh, he wrote Total Money Makeover, and he says you have officially contacted the disease of stuffitis. You you touched on something there. Because this documentary is, and I don't know why they've done this, I think it's intentional, is the world record for the amount of times the word stuff is used. They say the word yeah. stuffed, uh, uh, stuff and the verb of stuffed. No, is that a verb, doing word stuffed? You're asking I don't want to sound like a fucking idiot with my English language I, skills I, here. I, I, I don't know what a verb is. I, I know there's uh, at least one very inly retentive grammar Nazi listening to this program. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I may get you to edit that out because I just know that'll be a touch that goes past any other joke. Um, but the word stuff and stuffed, and it almost seems like, you know, like when you go and see a Darren Brown fucking show and he fucking plants a word in your mind so that when he yes. wants to suggest something, that comes up. It is something like that in there for like stuff and stuff. It is every third word is that, one of those two variations, and it's weird and they do everything in a rule of three like some weird iambic pentameter it's this it's that it's this it's this it's that it's this it's th and it's ex it's the same pattern to everything and it just melts your fucking brain like honestly um i found that with the whole documentary i didn't pick up on the stuff thing and then you have nicodemus talking in the same portage land place and he honestly sounds like the people that are being interviewed for Jonestown to say why it's nice to be there. He has... <laughs> the reason I like Scientology... He has the amateur dramatic <laughs> breathing technique from his diaphragm. His hand gestulations are exactly the same as what's-his-face. Scientology with the fucking, like, I know every inch of his body, they all mention that same word. He says stuff another 97 times. If the camera pans back, Joshua Fields Milburn, you can see the gun at the back of uh, Nicodemus's head. Say the good stuff, looking good looking boy. Say the right stuff. Um, there's a great quote from the film The Jerk, and it, it's not the money, it's the stuff. And that's all I could, yeah, that's all that made me think of while I was watching it. Just some stuff's good. I don't know what the, the problem is. Um <laughs> <laughs> some things you need to fucking keep <laughs> you're right the minimalists aren't going to come in for this episode no they're um, not they are absolutely not this is like i said I, i'm on to my last fucking note nearly <laughs> this is 23 yeah. minutes in like listen i don't think they're bad people i think josh might be the fucking real person from the netflix show you if you've ever seen that he is no. Very much like that. I was talking to the audience. I knew you hadn't seen it, Matt. Um, 
They they can't respond to you, Rick. <laughs> they they probably saying yes though. Here's the, one of the things in the documentary that did lift me up was. Ryan becomes a minimalist, and then six months later, he gets made redundant. Coincidence? Because you know he was going around the office going, you got to give away all his stuff, man. you got to tidy that desk. It's busy desk, busy mind. Get oh, rid of yeah. it. Yeah, it's just... But they, they started a blog together, and it was visited by 52 people in a month. Yeah. And I was like, all right, stop boasting. <laughs> You're just rubbing it in mine and Rick's nose there with your 52 followers. Go fuck yourself. And they turned that into 20 million within 10 years. So I think we might need to pull our finger out here, Rick. No, no, we don't We don't need the success because then we'd have to be like, I don't know, we'd have to put a video podcast out with me and you pretending we dislike different things and I've got a Saudi flag because <laughs> that's me fucking catchphrase now. No, like... <laughs> Like, we know it, this is. I'm here with a rubber chicken. Yeah. Hey, chicken! Rubber chicken, people! Please like, subscribe. Uh, it's like I've got mates. Smash that like button. Yeah, I've got mates, and they are good people. They are truly good people, and they are trying to play the game of social media. They are trying to do, and it is. 33-year-olds trying to appeal to 19-year-olds is one of the worst things I've ever fucking seen in my life. Like, you just have a camera on you for a second, make a fucking fart noise, and if someone's died, pretend they impacted your life. Like, that is <laughs> rinse, dry, and repeat of all I've seen for social media, all right? We we have to stay, like, kind of stick to... We enjoy having a laugh about documentaries. God bless you if you listen to this, enjoy it, and then you kind of come... Yeah with us with that and then hopefully it might snowball because the key word is a level of authenticity like but it's just like yeah we've we've came back to the coffee shop where i explained to you when i became <laughs> like wow yes <laughs> it's almost as if we needed this space away from the corporate environment to become creators <laughs> and then he and then uh, nicodemus is like needs to throw himself into the uh the thing of becoming a minimalist and how I almost fell asleep while talking there. Um, <laughs> I, I literally black. I blacked out for a second. Went. It sounds like you're trying, Martin. Um, so what he does is he packs up everything in his house and he only unpacks the things he uses. And, and, yeah. and he says, so the great o- idea. And he says, so I like so the, I only unpacked the things I ended up using. So I unpacked my toothbrush. He's like, why did you pack your fucking toothbrush? Exactly. Well, yeah. Did you think you're gi- why are you packing your duvet, you fucking yeah. knobber? You, were you giving up on teeth? Were you? Is that what you were doing? But like I like I said, like I dislike Josh's manner seems so zealot like and fake. I like Nicodemus because he doesn't seem that way. Now, I don't know if that's fair because I don't know these people as people. They're probably really nice people. Well, they have to be because they need money for nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you meet a Scientologist in the street offering you a Thetan reading, they seem really fucking nice. Yeah. I bet they are nice. But there's, they seem... Yeah, it's not that like... when you're in the brig and you haven't licked toilets with your tongue to fucking Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah. like, or someone's got well, an AK-47 in your face saying, if you don't drink it, I'm shooting you in the fucking nose. <laughs> like, well, they've, they just seem so smug. Now, I've practised minimalism. I'm, I'm leaning that way. Do, do I seem like that smug prick? I mean, we're no, mates, you can tell me. No, you're not, you're not smug. What, you, you're susceptible 
Matt, you're a you're, very you're a very susceptible person. I don't think I don't think minimalism is a bad thing. I just think this is a bad documentary. <laughs> like, it's a terrible documentary. It is, Absolutely. I terrible. mean, you're up against some big hitters with what we've watched and talked about now. Like, oh we, yeah, we, and we've got some cool shit coming out. And yes, and I got to be honest. All this mayhem, right? That recommended by Dale and Jim. What a great documentary! That episode's going to be superb. Yeah. This piece of shit, don't, yeah. yeah. I mean, our podcast is superior. It's got a lot more content than that documentary. Compared to and the first episode. we've done half the time. Yeah, compared yeah. to the because it's, yeah, it's just the same thing over and over again. Here's what got me at the end, right? So at the very end, they set a challenge. Now, you partner with a friend and you get rid of one item on day one, two items on day two, three items on day three, and then you try to repeat that for 30 days. The most interesting thing of that documentary was me working out how many things that would be. It's 465. Hmm. There you go. It doesn't get more interesting than that, I'm afraid. So, yeah, save your time. Go and uh, go spend time with your loved ones, because that's what I'm going to do now. We're going to press stop. We're going to walk away. And we're going to never speak of it again. I and I get I've lost I've I've lost my picking <laughs> privileges for a month. <laughs> I get it. That's it's a fair punishment. Oh, uh, you're having your face rubbed in some <laughs> wrong confessions. <with> fucking <laughs> evil genius. You're going to make you watch fucking ten hours of evil genius. That's, that's in your future before you come back. And we'll be like I think it'll be great to get in this minimalist market because shut up, man. <laughs> When we spoke yesterday and I suggested the ballet one, <laughs> if, you could, <laughs> if you could have punched me down the phone, you probably would have. Uh, it was one of those ones like, I'll have a call because this may sound blood via text. Um, <laughs> I need my... Oh, there's a <laughs> He's ballet worked... documentary. <laughs> Did you ever see the first Batman with um, David... Christian uh, Bell? No, Nicholson. Uh... Yeah, long time ago. Do you remember yeah. Bob, who was the Joker's go-to guy? No. No, uh, there's like a blonde guy called Bob, who was the Joker's number one henchman, and he just didn't even do anything to displease the Joker. He just shot him in the heart and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> You're always the best of them, Bob. <laughs> Is that my ending? Is that coming? Pick any more of this shit. Um, this is how bad the documentary was, right? I didn't even watch the credits, Rick. Did you not? Oh, well, there's no. It's because even, even, even the, the last the 10 minutes of the documentary is them wrapping up the documentary in high, in slow motion to eke time out. Because I know how to vamp. Yeah. I know when I've went on stage and I've got nothing new for an audience to see me before and I'm fucking whistling out my arse talking about the taps <laughs> in the pub. And I'm like, you guys are just fucking great. La, 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 la. Wonderful to be back. They, they literally slow motion high five and the boom mic guy and like have floaty music. And like, <laughs> it's all rhetorical questions to floaty music while the text appears on screen just to, you know, to get the young kids into it. Um, I, I, again, not, not a problem with these guys. I think they've done remarkably well to monetize this well. well. Yes. And yeah, yeah. the idea we of de- learn a thing or two. the idea of decluttering, I think, is good for mental health. I honestly yep, do. I agree. Um, I just think it's not entertaining to watch in the slightest. Now you have met our last. She is one of the. 
she's very much more like you than she is me. She will, if you start yes. telling a story when you're about to take the piss out of something, she'll be on the side of the thing you're about to take the piss out of just, <laughs> just to support you during the story, right? And she just, halfway through it, she sighed, said this is the most boring documentary you've ever watched. These yep. self, these preachy wank stains was her quote <laughs> about these two. She said that exactly, and that is like, yeah, that oh, is, wow, that is a lot to come from her. That is, um, well, let's, we're going to wrap this up because we've okay. It's just imagine if you watched Parks and Rec from season one to the very end, and Leslie Knob just says, "Fuck off, you cunt," to someone. <laughs> You're like, well, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> That seems out of character. They yeah, have that's... annoyed her. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, I'm gonna. I know exactly what I'm gonna score this. I've I've given it a lot of thought. Um, I'm but going. I'm, I don't want to influence you. Well, so... I'll go first if you're going to be a surprise because I'm going a, yeah. mi- a minus two. <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to go zero. Okay, minus two. That we've never done that before. I'll tell you, you what. Are well within about... your right. No, well within your rights. It's got it scored. Do you know what? Fuck it. I'm meeting you. It's got a minus four. I'm I'm meeting you at I'll minus you two. How about we? Come I didn't back. even think about Matt, minus. How about we come back every day for thirty days and just minus another point to this? <laughs> <laughs> so that's minimalism. It's minus. 469. There was the worst score you can get on our podcast. Just just because what a piece of shit. We're, we're having the shortest episode. I might as well include this. In the beginning, they say, well, 2019 was because now they just have footage of Amazon boxes arriving and talking about how we're babies because we deliver we buy something and expect it to come to our door. Um but they, they have a stack where it goes, 2019 was the worst year for brick-and-water stores. I went, not anymore, it's not. That's out of date. <laughs> <laughs> you made this in 2020, didn't you, guys? It just, it, it just seems to lack integrity because they've just put out the same product, but shittier. That, that, that's that's the, 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 the sad part of it, yeah. They, they've really just recycled everything ironically like um it's uh and, and you know what i would you know if i have a good netflix special <laughs> for me like say i've got an hour of material all right and you know, might notice this from one or two british comics who'd like are amazing for two specials and then it'll drop off because they're not in the clubs every night and they're a kind of a more of a celebrity than a working comic until the tour comes around but you'll have their two great fucking like the one that broke them You'll have the the material they go back to from the first good club sets, and then they'll have their completely new one when they're famous and don't re- like you know really relate to yeah, real yeah. life. And it's kind of like, oh, what's the ending? It's a five minute song. Send them home happy. Send them home happy. <laughs> send them home happy. Send them home happy. And like, so I I would if I ever had that break, which isn't coming, I completely would do that. So I respect them. On doing it financially, they're doing great. I don't think they're bad people. Uh, I just think it's a very, 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 very poor documentary. And um, I concur. I concur. So, um, well, it, and seriously, but episode ten of the Minimalism Podcast is that we, me, and Rick did is superb. So go and listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really is. I I listened to it again. Listened to it about three or four times. 
it, you know, and I edit them as well. So it's uh, so thank you very much for joining us. This is oh god, okay, Rick, give me twelve more seconds. We got to get this up to thirty nine. <laughs> oh shit, mine's only on thirty six. Um. <laughs> it's fine. We're we're fine. We're we're, we're pulling the ripcord on this one. So we're, when's we're this? When's this one coming out? Because we may need to do this. Two. Comes out at the end of January. End of January. And then we'll do another one that doesn't have to be a cult. I'm saying that right now. Um, we could do that. I could move one of the others. To, it's fine. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just talking to you to keep content going there. Because, guys, <laughs> we have some exciting stuff coming out. Um, Very. Yeah. Uh, I don't think uh, Bobby Fisher would have been released just yet, will it? I would no. recommend checking that on YouTube. Bobby Fisher against the world. That's one to watch. All um, this mayhem. Jonestown, that... Jonestown, that's that's free, available on YouTube. We will uh, put out there. But most of all, thank you very much for uh, for listening. And uh, yeah, apologies if this sounds slightly samey, but uh, there is <laughs> there is it wasn't our fault. It is it is fifty percent our fault, and there has been <laughs> some corporate moves. I'm calling Matt into my office and say we have eliminated uh, his position. Uh, <laughs> my appraisal this year is going to be shit. Right. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Say goodbye, Rick. All right, take it easy, guys. Oh, oh, oh.